All right, hey guys, welcome back to the Fashion School Dropout. Today's guest is fashion designer Teron, AKA Tarantino Toussaint. Tarantino. <laughs> Tarantino. So welcome, I'm so excited to have you on. Nice to be here, thank you, Brittany. Yeah, of course. So let's start off with the basics. Tell us where you're from and how you got interested in fashion. Mm, so I grew up in Dallas. Dallas is dope. Kinda. I heard. Kinda. It's a growing, growing economy, definitely for sure. A lot of entrepreneurs. Um, I got into fashion just because um, I'm trying not to say I'm online too. I'm trying to cut that out of my vocabulary. I got into fashion in the fourth grade, right? So we had specific. Yeah, we had. So my first of all, my grand, my great grandmother was like a knitter, a sewer, and all that. So I inherited from her. In the elementary, like you have to learn about how to do all these different things, mm -hmm. right? So sewing was one of them. So we had to learn how to cook. We had to learn how to build things. In elementary, fourth grade. What school you go to? Because we didn't learn. It was, a, learn yo, it was a school in Texas. It was like a small school, Tom Landry Elementary. Okay. We had to learn how to sew and all of that. And that was like my introduction. Because I grew up in a period to where I didn't have, I wasn't able to wear new clothes mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So learning that was like, oh, I can make my own stuff right. now. But I was like one of the only students to take it and be like, oh, I'm really gonna make my own stuff. <laughs> so like people like, yo, what are you wearing, bro? Like I'm talking like elementary, junior high, people like making fun of me. But I had like a couple of teachers just like, yo, I love what you're doing. How you take your clothes and you make them into something new and it just fits you, it's like your style. I had like this yeah. one, this one joint, I used to like cut the sleeves off my shirt, my short sleeve and like cut it up, but then like put it over my shoe because my shoes were so busted. Right. But it just be like something draped over the shoe. Like Michael Jackson had like the yeah, one Yeah, People was like, that's kind of that's kind of cool, but I never seen it, so it's whack. <laughs> <laughs> but now I bet they'll be rocking it. Right, they definitely would. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at all. Well, you gotta reclaim that you started that trend. Mm -hmm. But um, when would you say that you realized, cause I know you just said that, mm -hmm. You thought, okay, I could really do this. When did you realize that this could be an actual career? Mid-2017. Maybe late 2016. That's kind of recent. Yeah. So what were you doing between all that time? So, like, I've been running tracks since birth. <laughs> so it was track, and then it was, I was going to school for sociology, and then we had like this music thing we were doing and then we also did clothes. So I was working on another brand, like with my closest friends, they're like family, uh, mm -hmm. my cousins. Um, we had a brand called Row Collection. So I was having them, but it was all just like, you know, heat press, we get some stuff, just heat press the brand on there and that type of thing. And it was like, oh, okay, this is cool. But I always wanted to do a little more. And they're just like, bro, we can't do that. Like, don't do that. And so I just like would sneak it in there somehow. And then people were like, yo, I love it when y'all did this. And they were like, oh. Hey, bro, people been asking about them jeans you did. <laughs> and I was like, y'all want to make a bag? And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm about to make a double bag right now. I made one. And I was like, I want to make a reversible one. He was like, you can't do that. So I'm like, do it. And I did it. So then um, 2016, I was training for the Olympics and trying to make the Olympic trials. And I barely missed it. Oh, and I didn't have yes. anything else to do. And at the time, I was like, Homeless, homeless, like living in my storage homeless. In like, Texas? No, here. Oh, wow. Like out here. So um, someone, one of my old classmates, when I went to fashion school out here, she was like, yo, it's this program. Like, you should definitely be a part of it. It was two grand. I was like, I ain't got 
to grand, but I emailed them. I let them know, like, yo, I don't have the money. I could probably come up with this amount of money, 150 bucks. Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, we'd love to have you in our program. We see your work. And then I started studying the different things that they were introducing us to. And this was, this was like September of 2016. I was like, oh, okay. And so 2017, I was like, all right, so this is what we're going to do. We're just going to learn about the craft. And so I spent 2017 just like learning more about the history, which I've always studied the history because I went to school for sociology. So I had to learn about all different types of things. And then 2017 was just like figuring out how to run a business, getting the paperwork filed and all of that, just surviving in 2018, January 30th, 2018 is when I was like, okay, bet this is the brand. So it hasn't even been a year yet. Oh my gosh. Wow. So did you learn all that? business side stuff by just doing or did they actually teach you like how to file an LLC and all that? So the thing with, so first of all, at the university, they don't talk to you about running your own business. Mm -hmm. But what I took the information that I learned from the university was just like, um, I went to school with sociology. So I just took like the missing information like, oh, okay, this is how life works. This is how people think. This is how the world operates. And then I thought about growing up how i knew so many different type of adults who had it like um my uncle my uncle was like my father um he had his own business a barbershop and just seeing how he ran his barbershop how he was tight within the community and those type of things and then just the people i, were, I was encountering encountering who would be like oh yeah man like i found my llc or i found this and it's like taking this information mm -hmm. from everyone and everything and just being like let me look more into this let me look let me dig a little deeper find out what this is yeah. or what's the difference between a fictitious business and founding the LLC and getting blah, 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 blah. So it's like, like a DBA. Yeah. And all that. of that different type of things. So cause no one teaches you that unless you go yes. to school for business, but then it's like, it costs you mad money. Right. And then who wants to go to school for business? No, that's so true. <laughs> and that's exactly why I'm calling this fashion school dropout because I went to fashion school, yeah. um, got my bachelor's in design. And when I graduated, I realized that like, I knew nothing about, starting my own line. I knew no, nothing about manufacturers or anything. I, all I learned for the past four years is how to do a blind stitch. <laughs> a blind <laughs> so like, stitch is handy. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's cute, but like, yeah. that's not going to help me put food on my table. Right. So. Right. But see, the thing with fashion school, what, what I learned while I was there, because like I said, I had to brand with them, mm -hmm. with, the, with the homies. And so it was like, we produced our own things and we, you know, we went to those trade shows and we spoke to people and this is this. So like my peers were looking at me and some of the teachers were looking at me like, Oh, you've, you're, you've been in the industry. So you know how this stuff is ran. Mm -hmm. Plus that like my great uncle, my grandmother's brother, he's, he's been in business. So he taught me a lot. It's like, Oh, you know, when you, when it's time for you to manufacture, you do this. So he showed me like the chart of the cycle of how things supposed to be ran. So they're looking at me like, Oh, you know what you're doing. But at fashion school, they teach you like, Oh, is the textile these type of things and then you make patterns and then you create a, a lookbook and then you create a, a mood board and all this type of things and it's like yo but you aren't teaching me how to run a yeah. business all it costs about a hundred thousand dollars to start your own brand so you should definitely want to work for somebody like what so i'm not coming to design school so i can learn how to have and that's my own exactly brand. all they're teaching you and too bad i didn't realize that till like after graduation yeah me either i didn't i knew it when i was there but mm. I was going to school, to be honest with you, I was only going to school so I can have a place to stay. <laughs> like, oh my God. That's the only reason. So I went to college, 
the four-year school so I can just so I can run track and play football if I feel like it, but just so I can run track and have a place to stay. And then I was like, came out here. It was like, bro, so what's, what you going to do? And I was like, I enroll in school again. <laughs> this time for fashion. And it was like, so when they left, I was like, bet. I just tell them I need a dorm. And they got me a dorm. I was like, bet. got somewhere to stay. Like, <laughs> so you really used up your resources. Yep, exactly. exactly. And you were smart about it, too. So. Hey, man. Got to. And then it was just like, another thing, like, this is why I don't want to tell people not to go to school because, you know, everything is necessary. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, do whatever you want to do. School is like, a, a, it's most definitely an experience you have to take part of, like, in this journey. Yeah. Not just that, though. I mean, aside from the skills, but I feel like just the connections. Exactly. You're going to meet so many dope people. I'm, when the time comes, I'm hitting everybody's line that I went to school with, who I see still watching me, and be like, yo, I got a check for you. Come through Fashion House on deck. Like, yeah. Like, that's how it is, that's how it's gonna be. But in school, like, I guess they just don't, they don't think of it, they don't think of it like that. So I, mm -hmm. I encourage people, you know, go to school if you need to, you mm -hmm. know, if you feel like you want to, trying to figure out life. It's a transitional period, so definitely take it for that. But then again, not everyone can or wants to own their own business too. So I guess right. it's good for that, the people that, Maybe they love a certain brand and they mm -hmm. dream of working for Calvin Klein or right, right. doing whatever. Right, and so. that's, it's cool. Just like some people would rather work at McDonald's mm -hmm. than they don't have a problem working at McDonald's. Yeah. I actually love my job. I love coming in here and talking in and meeting people every day. It's like, wow, this is amazing. Okay, cool. Then. I don't. Right, right. I don't. But Good I, for we're, you, but. We're all, we're all no, one, no one's like, yo, I want to go up and be a plumber. But it's like, yo, you need plumbers, though. So definitely need those people who are willing to to take on that role. That's right. a powerful role. Like, yeah. be a plumber. Everyone is needed. <laughs> Everyone is needed. We're all, that's, and that's, that's exactly what it's about, is showing like, yo, we're all, we all need each other. Like, so you go for whatever you feel like you need to do. Mm -hmm. Whatever you feel like, yo, this is how I'm going to make a living, or this is what I want to go about doing. Like, you go about that. I would have never thought I would make a living doing fashion stuff. Fashion. Like, yeah. Who knew? Nobody, nobody thought that. Even the people yeah. I had the other brand with, they were like, "Yeah, bro, we about to go into this wing business." I'm like, "What happened wing? to the clothes?" Like wings? Like, like wings. So they have a they have a business called. I um, mean, we did that because we, like I told you, we did music. So we had. Uh, they got. Are you trying called, to get on your Rick Ross? Yo, they got a spot, <laughs> spot called Wings World in Dallas, fourteen fifty Pleasant Run. <laughs> then they got another spot in Wheeling, Duncanville, like both of spots booming. And Go like, ahead and promote. Yeah, so I'm like, bro, like. I don't want to do wings. Though. I thought we were going to do clothes. Like, it was like, yeah, bro, but you know, we've been doing clothes for 10 years now. I was like, yeah, but this, we haven't done it the way that I said we should do it. So, one of the bros had told me some years ago, he was like, bro, you should definitely step away from us and do your own thing. And I was like, what? Why would you say that? We're brothers. We're brothers. We're family. He's like, no, bro, I'm just saying, like, I just feel like we're holding you back, bro. And I was like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not giving up on us. But then when the other one who I really worked with the mm -hmm. business with was like, yeah, bro, we, we, I'm only worried about the restaurant right now. And I was like, oh. I guess I got to figure this out on my own. Gotta go out on my own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, that's amazing on your friend's part for being able to see that you have mm -hmm. potential and actually letting you go because it's so many people that they're kind of like, Oh my God, like, no, I gotta have my crew with me. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't care about their future. I mm -hmm. want us to do this. So yeah. that's pretty admirable that he was able to um, right. encourage you to do that. Yeah. 
So um, let's talk about your clothes. So from the moment that I saw your stuff in the showrooms, I was like, oh my God, this is so dope. Like I'm all about Black Power, Black Panther, and um, our mutual friend Derek was mm -hmm. telling me about the dream that you had. Yeah. How about you tell our listeners all about that dream? Yo, all right, I'll just make it like as short as possible. So we all have dreams, right? And then we, sometimes we forget them and this, this, and this, and we never really understand what dreams mean. Some of us try to find an interpretation of the dreams and all of that stuff. And it is, it is what it is. But I had this moment where they tell you you only dream for like two minutes, the last two minutes mm -hmm. of your sleep or whatever. And I kept telling That's them, all I ever remember. I'm like, <laughs> I had this whole eight hour thing, but I only remember like. But I'm telling you, like, I, I told my homie, I was like, yo, that can't be, that can't, mm -hmm. that can't be accurate. So I had this dream, like, it was like the 8th. It was on the 8th of January, 2015, 16. And I had this dream that I was like leading this revolutionary war. And I was like a slave at one point, but then I started rebelling and I started, I started building up my, 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 my unit. And then we started going to other plantations. So this is exactly how I ran out. We started mm -hmm. going to other plantations and we were setting people free. And as soon as I would help set somebody free, I would give them like some type of sword or metal for them to go set people free in another area that I can't reach. And we did that what seemed like years to the point and we were like overpower like these these slave houses and stuff like that. And we did that for years until the point when it was all over, like we stood at the top of this hill and like Alicia Keys was there singing. It was like mad people were there, yo. And we were like holding each other and we were crying, but we were happy because we had finally become free. And this dream felt like it went on forever. I'm giving you the short version. I woke up, I've never woken up like this. I woke up just like opening my eyes, looking around like, bro, what the hell? was that about like that was intense so i called my homie prep um and i told prep about it because prep was always talking to me just about you know the universe and the stars and you know just he's into that type of stuff so i told him about the dream and at the time i used to post things that used to happen in history like mm -hmm. oh this day in history this happened but this day i was so freaked out i didn't post anything i didn't even look to see what happened in history this day so i told him oh and i told I, I told him and i told a girl that i was cool with and they were like, oh yeah, that's crazy. That's a crazy dream, man. So then the next day on the ninth, I was like, oh, I didn't post anything for yesterday. Let me find something for today and yesterday. So I get online, I was like, oh, what happened January 8th in history? And the first thing that popped up was Toussaint Louverture and this revolutionary war that took place in Haiti. And I freaked out. I was like, yo, what? It described every, I had never heard about the man none of that like even in my my black history courses like we never even spoke about them so i was like yo this is crazy so i screenshot and i sent it to prep prep facetime and he was like i don't care but he was like what the <laughs> what the hell bro like how and he from milwaukee so they when they get excited they they voice go up he's like what the hell bro like bro how'd you do that bro he's like bro he's like yeah it's opening up he's starting to remember your past lives like your sudden such glances unfolding or whatever he just like he was like bro that's that's dope he was like that's dope he was like tapping to it bro continue tapping to it and then i sent the same thing to the girl i was cool with and she was like are you serious and i was like yeah that's crazy she was like how'd you do that and i was like i don't know it's crazy right and she was like she was like yeah that's that's weird i haven't heard from her since i haven't heard from her. i tried hitting her up i haven't so heard she just dropped off the facebook 
dropped off the face dream. of the planet. Like she was like, bro, that's I don't know. Was she it. freaked out or she was definitely freaked out. Like she was freaked out because she hadn't even said she was like, yo, that's scary. Like I don't it know how you and I was like, I was like, I know, I don't know what to do. Like, what's going on? But I tapped into that and it was like, and that is what inspired me to just like dig more. So like when 2017 got here, I was like, bet that happened for a reason. Mm -hmm. Cause we like I said, we all have we all have these dreams, but we never understand what they really mean. So at that point I realized like, yo, these these are connections like to other past lives or whatever the case may be. Like I need to tap more into that. And I was like, bet, I know what I know what I need to do. I know That's what amazing. I need to do. And it sounds so vivid too. Yeah. That you remember all those details. And it was so many details. It was, you know, it was, and then I was already, cause I'm, I've always been just about, you know, encouraging, encouraging our people. Like I, I try my best like to educate people. Like, yo, you don't know. Like you don't even own the rights to your birth certificate. Like you're still a slave. You're, it's a bond. And just trying to tell people that stuff. And they were like, bro, we ain't trying to hear that. And I was like, yo, how can I give them this information in a way to where they're willing to accept it. And I was like, ooh. Because they know that you're trying to hear, oh, you was slave. No, I was like, I was like, all right, bet. So I was like, when I did that, that program I was telling you about, it was like around the same time I had that dream or a couple of months after I had mm -hmm. that dream. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm designing clothes for us then. That's what it is. And then the experts were like, oh no, you can't just design clothes just for black clothes. You know, that, that'll limit you. And then other black folks were telling me, like, bro, you can't just do that. Bro. I'm like, nope, I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna get this information, and they're gonna take it and receive it. And they're also gonna educate me. Other people gonna educate me, like, yo, I seen that you did this. That you know also that. And I'm like, cool, man. Right. I didn't know that. Bringing in the right people. Exactly. That's really exactly. Doing. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So I'm gonna leave links um, to your handles and everything. But for the people listening, describe your clothing. I can never besides revolutionary. You know, I can, really can never describe it. Yeah. I can never describe it. Like it just You sounds, just have to see it. Yeah, it just always sounds better when other people describe it. It's just like I wanted to create something that was that felt rich. And you felt, you know, that empowerment. You felt like back in the eighties, nineties when we would wear something, it was just like, yo, that was that was sick. But you also feel like that rich from your roots from, you know, back in wherever country in Africa, like mm -hmm. from the continent, like you just feel that you don't have to always walk around wearing a daishiki. Cause you're like, bro, I'm tired of wearing this daishiki. Like I need something else. Like give me something else. So I wanted to create something like that. So it was like, okay, you have your ready to wear stuff. You have your active wear. And then if you want to just hit an event and just mess it up, we got something for that too. So. So let's get into your design process then. So like, how do you find continue to find motivation and inspiration like are you still pulling from that initial vision or mm -hmm. do you now do research into other historical black events like how do you pull for each piece of clothing or collection because i know i know this designer she goes to bali to get inspired and i guess she goes to the you know wherever <laughs> and gets her vision but i know that's not realistic for everybody so right. like, what, what what's your process you know what's crazy is that if I went to Bali or whatever, mm -hmm. I will only be inspired for a particular like piece. Cause you've seen my clothes before. So you know, it's like different levels. Mm -hmm. It's like three different lines within this one brand. And if I just focused on like, oh, let me focus on Bali, then I'll only be making those type of clothes. Mm -hmm. But I have to, in my mind, I have to like, yo, I have to have stuff that people can 
buy right now and wear right now. So I really just get my inspiration from everyone and everything. Like I'm looking at this plant over here. I'm like, ooh, what if I had something that had like that type of texture or feel? And then I walked in and I saw like you had this like green and this mustard color right here. And I was like, ooh, what if I combine like green and mustard together to create something? Like so, so it's just like pulling from pulling from everyone. I see homeless people all day. I'm like, mm. ooh, that fit he has on, the combination. Like the layers, that like, flannel though. Yes, I'm just like I pull it from everywhere there and Pinterest. Like, oh, I'm yeah. on, I get lost on Pinterest. Oh. Like, and I was telling the homies them the other day. I was like, Yo, it was at a point like when I first got to design school. I was like, Oh, you need to make sure you have your Pinterest. I'm like, Bro, that is whack. I'm not about to be on this Pinterest thing. Finding recipes, right? So you got to do like these little outfits. He's like, I don't, don't want to do that. That's whack. But then like the moment I hopped on there and I saw something, I was like, Oh, that's cool. This is cool too. This is then five hours later. Exactly. Yeah. I've been on Facebook for hours. I've been trying to tell people like, bro, I've been trying to call you. I'm like, my bad. <laughs> on Pinterest. What is that? Like a, a game or something? Like a virtual reality thing? I'm like, nah. <laughs> Pinterest is the plug. I'm trying Pinterest to tell is people. The plug. Like... I'm trying to tell you, you get sucked. It's the wormhole. It's like... It's the rabbit hole. It girl. really is. Definitely. So, yeah. <laughs> so everyday life, just walking through, just looking at everything, getting inspired by everything around you, and then Pinterest. Those are the two things most definitely. <laughs> so do you only do um, custom designs, or do you plan on doing like mass market? Mass yeah, market I definitely, things? I definitely plan on mass producing mm -hmm. stuff. But the thing is, like, a lot of people right now mm -hmm. are watching like the grind the grind mm -hmm. stage and so they're just like yo i know i want to get i have so many i love the supporters so much because they're like understanding and then they just it's just the best mm -hmm. it's just the best but people are like yo i want to go ahead and get this now because i have a feeling like you're not going to be making too many more of these and i'm like you're right because i only had planned on making this one <laughs> or i don't even know why i even made this to begin with i just posted this just to share it so what I love about what I do is that since I tap into so many different things, like, oh, okay, I can make a bag or I can make this and I can make that. Like that one dress with the wings in it, mm -hmm. of course, that's not going to be mass oh, That's yeah. like one custom piece. That's that but, on couture. <laughs> exactly. But then you have like the crew necks, the one that says like black on it. It's like, oh, okay, bad. We can definitely get those mm -hmm. mass produced. But I only want to produce 3,000 of those. So limited. Exactly. And then we'll maybe we'll do a different color for it and do like 2,000 of those. And then we'll go to a different one and do, do it like that. So people, and then I only, I want to get to the point where it's like whatever platform they're, they're purchasing it from, it's like, oh, they've already sold 20 of those in your state and 10 in your city. So you can't buy, you got to go buy something else. It's like, I can't, what? Like, so I don't want you, cause you see like when Jays come out, like Jordan, like, oh, I'm only making this, it's limited. Yeah. But you see everybody with them. Though. So you're like, bro, I ain't been everywhere and I seen these shoes everywhere. I don't want that. Is it really limited? Right, is it really limited? I think, I feel like you just telling me it's limited <laughs> and you just making them for everybody. No, yeah, they're definitely trying to do that whole supply. Yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah. So that's definitely how I want to go about doing it, but I want to be, I want to be true to it. So yeah. Maybe we'll come out with it again, but I'm constantly pushing out stuff all the time. So it's like it's gonna to continue to come. You just gotta wait, like or you just gotta you just gotta be here. When you see it, you gotta get right. it. You, you gotta can't say hit it. you can't hit me like I'm gonna be in touch. Cause the people a lot of people hit me like everyone's gonna be, gonna be in touch. I'm gonna be in touch or 
on the 25th of this month, I'm, I was like, yo, bro, I'm probably going to be on tour. I'm going to be on tour. So I'm sure I'm going to have my sewing machine with me, but I doubt I'm going to be wanting to work on it. <laughs> work on that. So you probably want to get it now. <laughs> Go ahead and do that. Not only so I can have the coins. Hey! <laughs> so you, can have, you can have your purchase. You exactly. Me? So you mentioned the tour. Tell us a little bit about so like for the longest i've been trying to like since like high school i've been trying to like do like some type of tour where you you just hit different cities and you connect with different individuals mm -hmm. within the city like community leaders or whoever and you're just showing the world that how connected we are and showing them how more unified we can be and showing them like just showing them community what community is like i've been wanting to do that for the longest and there was only one other group of people I saw do it in the way that I kind of wanted to do it. And they had a show called The Barry Life on MTV. And they were like, yo, it's 100 things we want to do before we die. Everything we accomplish on our list, we want to help someone accomplish on their list. And it was sick. And they only had two seasons. And I was like, bruh, y'all could have got the third season if y'all would have went about that last episode this way. They were trying to raise a million dollars. And I was like, bet. So Domino's gave them $125,000. was like, OK, let's see what you can do with it. One person gave his money away to help a man get a home. Somebody else blew their money on the track trying to bet to win more money. One guy invested his in gold, and the other guy kept his money and went and talked to a mentor. And the guy who invested in gold helped him break even. So it was like, okay, cool. But it was like, yeah, I want to do a tour, but I want to show everybody, like, the steps and the process of everything. Like, on my, if you follow me, then you, you've seen me, like, in the rain carrying these mm -hmm. bags coming from the garment district you see me on the bus you see me you still see me grinding and you don't see me quitting at all you don't see me quitting and you see the process so people are like yo i remember when you was like walking 10 miles just to get and i'm like damn you remember that i didn't even remember that <laughs> so i want to do a tour where it's like we're showing that same we're showing that same process so we're showing me with different creatives and entrepreneurs and um artists and those type of things when we hit these different cities especially like these HBCUs and these like black communities. And we, we bring light to their city too. We hit, we find these people within those cities who are doing amazing things who don't get that light. We don't even have the full light, but we still want to be able to, I still want to be able to show that. Like, hey, my followers, check out this person that's doing this. That's like, definitely, you're city. willing to pay it forward. Exactly, and then the people within their city are going to, support them more because mm -hmm. it's so hard getting it's so hard getting support in your city like it's crazy people don't want to rock with you till they see other people rock with you so if i feel like we can bring that to other cities it'll be a wrap especially the hbcus like bt was they had like a little bt run when they would hit the university but they weren't they weren't giving it to them they weren't educating them it was just like oh it's fun bt's coming through we're gonna do some basketball stuff but it wasn't just like bet so this is what we have set up this is the itinerary about to educate you we're also about to put together this afro house we're also about to show you this crazy fashion show which is not a fashion show but more of a concert an like experience. exactly an experience we're about to show you this so we can so you can go out and you can do you can pay it forward so i want to just hit the i just want to just hit the country and just like so you know, is this an way. afro house thing or is this like no it started off just a me thing but mm -hmm. Afro House is just a collective of like different members. Like we, Afro House is the tribe, mm -hmm. so we're all within the tribe. So it's like so many, it's so many of us. But it's 
I believe it def it's definitely going to, this is definitely Afro House, but we have other, other organizations within it. But taking it, just taking Afro House and just showing people that, just because once you hear Afro House, like, oh, Afro House, what's, what's that? And it's like an experience we're about to give you. Like when you come to Afro House, when you come to Afro House, trust me, you're going to be like, yo, this was an experience. So it's definitely, it's definitely an Afro House thing. Like we're definitely hitting DC. Um, but and when, when is this um, happening? It's all going to kick off February 4th. The actual event we have planned in D.C. Mm -hmm. is on the 11th. Okay. But the tour is going to start on the 4th. And I don't even think we realize how how crazy things are about to get. Because right now we're thinking like, oh, okay, we're going to hit D.C. And then now Atlanta just came into came into here. So And then it's like, oh, we're definitely hitting New Orleans. Like, I want to do a show in the middle of Bourbon Street in New Orleans. Like, we definitely can bring Afro House there, too. Oh, South by Southwest. So that means we're hitting Texas. And then... I don't think we realize. That's why I was telling people, like, yo, it, if everybody's still working at nine to five within the tribe, it might be time to walk away. Exactly. It might be time to walk away because we're gonna we're gonna take this and then we're gonna figure out ways for you to get paid while we're on this road. So doing whatever is popped up, whatever whatever the case may be, we're gonna figure out how you can you can still sustain a lifestyle and get your get your mm -hmm. coins while you when you walk away from this nine to five. Yeah, that's so exciting. I love that you just have this huge vision like you're not even trying to play it small like you're just like we're about to come tear down the house like Yo, that my brother mike said we're about to raise the vibration of the entire universe mm. I, was, I hear yes. that i'm yes. so excited for you for us you're much of a part of it as as i am uh, he's just saying that no, i'm serious, <laughs> I'm serious. Thank I'm like you. oh yeah we got panels we're doing all over the country like what like, yeah I'm so excited. Um, so you're um, still pretty new to the game, kind of. Very. Even though, yeah, yeah, even though you've done some amazing things and already making a name for yourself, um, how would you say social media has affected being a designer? Like, do you think it helps immensely? Like, do you get clients mostly based on word of mouth referrals or do you find that posting brings in a lot of people, a lot of curiosity? No, Instagram is like, social media itself is, is funny. That's why it's a tool. So you have to mm -hmm. figure out how to use a tool. So I can't take a wrench and try to do something it wasn't meant for mm -hmm. or something like that. So <clears throat> when I started, started like discovering like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I just have to figure it out. I used to post like everything I would learn just about within history, like I was telling you, and I would post that and I'll post some clothes next to it or whatever the case may be. And I have my Instagram to where it looked like a website. So people are like, yo, and this is why you always have to listen. You have to step back and you have to really listen. You still have those pictures? Yeah, I do. But it's like all the way. It's not all the way, but you scroll and you get to see like, oh, snap. But people I was listening to what people were saying, they were like, oh, I love your Instagram. Mm. it wasn't i love your clothes mm -hmm. it was like i love your instagram this is how i want my page to look it's so neat it's so professional like you have this and that and i was like oh, okay bet but they weren't saying like oh i love your clothes so i was like mm, all right let me figure this out and then it went from there to outside of instagram i had to figure out like yo there's something outside of instagram that i need to do in order for instagram to pop so i had to get some coins and I had to figure out a way to get the coins so that I can pay to be in a showroom 
first I had to find a showroom who was even interested in me, which they found me, yeah. which was perfect because I put that out into the universe. And from was, Instagram, right? From Instagram. Yeah. So this was crazy. So Woody, the homie Woody, was like, bro, I'm hitting the BET. I mean, I'm not the BET. I'm hitting the Black Panther premiere. Like, I need something. Like, I want to, I want to. I want to stunt. I want it to be crazy. What are you talking about? Woody, Bobby Brown, Woody? Yeah, yeah, Bobby Brown, Woody. <laughs> Woody McClain. <laughs> so Woody hit me, and I was like, and I had worked, and I had like Woody, I had let Woody rock some stuff when I was figuring this stuff out before, mm -hmm. and was posting him and wasn't getting any love. And he was posting my stuff, mm -hmm. and I wasn't getting any love. And he already had a lot of followers then before the real, this was like during the new edition phase. But then when he did Bobby Brown, his following was a little bigger. Um, and this was still before the Bobby Brown movie hit. Anyway, so he was posting me before and it wasn't working. He had a lot of followers. And you think like, oh, if somebody with a lot of followers posts me, I'll get a lot of likes. No, that's not how it works because their followers have to be in tune with what you're doing. Right. So then I dressed him for the premiere. And then also the program I told you I was in asked me to showcase in Vegas. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for that. I ain't got no money, whatever. So I went to sleep, woke up. I had like 3,000 notifications. I was like, what? bro, what? What is Woody had posted me with him wearing the joint on the red carpet? And it wasn't even like a red carpet photo. Like a, it wasn't like a, a Getty photo. It was like a regular photo. Yeah. And then the program I had posted me um, on their page as a designer as one of these showcases. And so I was just like, yo. So then the order started coming in. Not the followers, the orders. So then I was like, dang, I had enough money to pay for my trip to go to Vegas and showcase in Vegas, pay for my own hotel. Never was able to do that before. And it was like, yo, wow. So that's the power of Instagram, but you have to understand and use it as a tool because I feel like we get so caught up in like, oh, people aren't liking my stuff. Like, what do I need to do differently? Or maybe I need to try to be like everybody else or people on Instagram just to, for the clout chase or just for the, to, to pretend to show people like, oh, I'm living this type of life and they really aren't using that type we're living that type of life. Or I don't have, why aren't I getting any followers? It's like, bro, it's not about how many followers you're getting. I'm more concerned with the sales. How can I get more sales? Mm -hmm. So I have to constantly put out stuff that people, and not even constantly, like I do it whenever I want to, but I have to appeal to people's needs and wants. Like You gotta convert those clicks into coins yeah convert those it. clicks into coins yeah. but then just being organic it all has to be organic like you can't force it if you force it it's not gonna work yeah. if i make something today like right now i'm gonna take a picture of this mug and i don't like taking pictures on the floor but it's also like about the journey because people like yo he's grinding right now mm -hmm. so i'm taking i can take i can make something now and take a picture of it that's on the floor and post it and i know somebody's gonna want it and then once this one person wanted it and i show like how happy they were to receive it and i post that People are gonna be like, "Oh, that person was excited to get it. I want something too." So it's just about like you have to. It's just a tool. You have to use it as that. But you can't get so caught up in it where you just like it starts doing it for the likes. Yeah, doing it for the likes because then it's gonna put you in a position in the state of mind and spirit that it's not gonna. It's not healthy. It's unhealthy. Yeah, and I also think people buy into the person, the brand, like you mm -hmm. more than the clothes. Exactly, and so you embody what your clothing line is about and so many people so many people will tell you this period but so many people was telling me this before that was like oh you don't want people to buy from you because they they like you you want people to buy because they like their clothes and i was like yeah no i was like 
I need them to understand who I am mm-hmm. and why I'm doing this. Like they're gonna buy into it because they believe in me. Yeah. And and because they love my my stuff. My stuff doesn't even have to be all of that because I don't think my stuff is all of that. It is but all of that. I'm like, I'm like, they're gonna buy just because they because it's giving them something that these other brands aren't giving mm-hmm. them. Like whatever that may be, it's giving them that. It's filling that void, and it's like, I bet that's why that's why I support this man because listen to him. Look how he carries himself in there. You can see the message in his clothes. Mm-hmm. I can make something now and not even have intentions on having the message in it. And somebody's going to, it become, it, have, it has become art now. Yeah, it's become a part of your whole exactly. brand and identity. Exactly. So. so people definitely, they buy into all of that. That's why I'm trying, trying to tell people like, yo, show people your story, your true story, who you really mm-hmm. are. Like who you really are. Even no matter what the situation may be, you can walk into a job interview and give them who you are. Not who you think they want you to be. Yeah. So you walk in authenticity in, now. Exactly, exactly. And if they don't rock with you, you showing who you are, then you weren't meant for them. Mm-hmm. That situation wasn't meant for you. Like, just keep going. Just figure it out. No, yeah. I just love how you you are your brand. Like, because I feel like a lot of brands or companies or whatever are hopping on the train of, like, black power and all that stuff. But... <laughs> You, you are actually like living this. Like this is something that you actually believe in, that you champion for. Right. So it's not just like, oh, Black Panther came out. I'm gonna start putting a bunch of Panthers on my right. hoodies. Like, and no. what's what's even crazy is that people now. I have a couple of people just like, yo, because people were telling me this before, like, yo, the, when they first announced about Black Panther coming out, like, bro, you should definitely hop on that before before Do some like merch. and i was like i was like yeah bro i'm like bro i've been on the panthers like yeah. i've been trying to tell y'all about community and all that type of stuff i was like but of course i'm going to do that but it's going to be organic like it won't be forced yeah like it's going to happen you know like i said organically but seeing like these other brands do those type of things now especially like the larger brands i'm just like yo you you'll do a lot better if you just bring on a black person a black designer especially someone emerging like people coming up in the game because yeah. then it's going to show those same customers and stuff that you're trying to get it's going to show them like oh no i'm serious about this like i really like nike coming out with those nike campaigns cabinet that was dope that was really dope but it's like take it a step further now mm-hmm. like really really show that you're in it <laughs> like, really gonna that do. You, what you really gonna do that's what's gonna really that's gonna that's man that's gonna take your buying people really gonna buy into that they're like damn nike really they really rock with us like that yeah that whole thing was crazy though people burning their nikes and all that yeah, but it's really real that just shows you hey it's i don't mind it because it's showing yeah. how people really are yeah it's 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 just showing truth so it's like damn that's how y'all really feel mm-hmm. <laughs> that cool and it took that exactly i can't tell you how many looks i get the dirtiest looks yo yeah i know you guys can't see um teron right now but he's wearing like malcolm x black panther i saw the huey um pins over there so you are all like black powered up i get the dirtiest looks and i I can just be wearing and we're in la which is a pretty you know open minded city yeah but it's it makes people uncomfortable because of all the things that they've learned about it so they like a couple of people stopped me like, yo, so were the Panthers really about like like hating white people and like going against the government? Like, like 
and all that. I'm like, what? Who told you that? But that's how they think you have to understand. Like, they're all just like, you're talking to sheep. We're all just a bunch of sheep. So whatever just they put out there, exactly. So it's like, nah. And then there's other people who look at me. They don't even speak. They just look at me just dirty. Just, just like, how dare you wear this sweater that says black? I know that's not what it says. <laughs> but I see the consonant of Africa in there. And you just sitting here just being proud. Just being all black. Just being all black. <laughs> who do you think you are? And I love it. I love it. Because it makes people uncomfortable. But it's some pieces. It's some pieces that I myself kind of, I'm like, ooh, am I really going to wear this? When I'm like the one jacket I have. Like this is America jacket or the uh, un-American jacket with the Confederate flag on there. So Kanye had a jacket where he had a Confederate flag, and I didn't even know until after I did it. But all he had was a Confederate flag. So it was like, what do you, what is that for? And so many other brands, there's so many brands like, oh, my brand. If you have to sit there and describe what your brand is about, this is why it's hard for me to describe mm-hmm. my brand. If you have to sit here and be like, oh, my my brand is about lifestyle. It's about the everyday person. This is a new. No, people should already know that when they see it. So when I like when I wore this jacket with the Confederate flag on it, like I was expecting people just to be like just losing it. But so many people from all different walks of life was like, yo, oh my God, can I take a picture of your jacket, please? It's like they understood it off top. Other people, but some black people were like, yo, I love it, but why you got the Confederate flag on there? I'm like, bro, why come on now? Like, you know I don't have it on there because I'm in support of that. Like, if you see it, you see the panther, you see the American flag upside down, you see, oh, yeah, I just I just had to ask. But like I said, it's just about, like I said, educating people and showing people, like, yo, this is what it is. But, yeah, sometimes I'm uncomfortable wearing stuff, too. I know at some point someone's going to be wearing something and something crazy don't happen. Like, I don't want to wish that on mm-hmm. nobody, but I just know it's going to happen. And once that happens, then it's just going <laughs> to this is gonna you take, really gonna blow up. It's really, it's really gonna be something crazy. Like, bro, what? Yeah, I feel like we're at a time in our country where, I mean, like we just said with Nike, people are trying, showing their true colors. Mm-hmm. So it's only a matter of time before something else happens where it's like, it's gonna be like, bro, you got arrested for wearing what? Are you got into a fight because wearing what? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Madness. Madness. But I mean, that's that's the only way to get down to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. Once we expose everything and put everything out on the table, that's the only way to start making things better. That's so true. So um there's so much pressure, I feel. It's kind of why I got out the game of design <laughs> <laughs> for designers to come out with their best collection like every single time like i think there's that phrase like you're only as good as your last collection Mm -hmm. or whatever do you feel pressure i do what i want Mm -hmm. i've always done what i want in my life i've been like i bounced the house to house growing up like i had to like go through foster systems like all of that like cps all that stuff so i at one at some age it was like 14 Mm -hmm. i had nowhere to go and i had I had to figure it out. So I've always done what I want. So it was like, yo, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. I don't so have to. Do I don't have nobody telling me I need to do that. And if they try to tell me that, I'm not listening to them. So I've always done what I wanted to do. So it's the same thing with the clothes. I'm like, yo, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do. I said I wanted to make a reversible bag. You told me I couldn't. I'm about to make it. You told me, you told me I shouldn't make clothes just for black people. I'm going to show you why I'm going to do it. And it's not just, it's not that it's just for black people, but this is, this is the direction I'm going. Mm-hmm. Like, there's going to be a point where everybody's going to wear it. Like, and that's what I want. Like, you know, 
But I'm like, I'm going to make what I want. Like, I made that dress with the wing. They was like, bro, you can't make blah, blah, blah. You going to make a dress? I'm like, yes, bro, I'm going to make a dress. Bro, you tripping, man. Just stick to making streetwear. Hell no. Like, no. Nah. So I do whatever I want, so. So you're constantly pushing yourself to just. Just do, do it. Do the next best just, thing. Just, just, just do it. Nike, Holly. Nike, get at me. <laughs> I'm going to yeah, take y'all places. Sponsor. I'm going to take you places. But yeah, man, you just do whatever you want to do. Don't let anybody pressure you because it's going to, like I said, it's, it's, gonna, it's, it's not going to be organic. You're going to be pressured, so it's going to be forced. You don't want to force anything in life at all. Nothing's good has ever happened because it was forced. No, <laughs> you just have to just I keep, agree. You just have to keep it organic. And then things are going to come to you. That's why you have to be observant of your surroundings and like pull inspiration from all different type of things, mm-hmm. like from everything. You just keep as long as you pull and get on Pinterest. As long as you get on there, you never know. <laughs> Pinterest is the plug. It's the plug. You never know. You you it isn't going to stop. It's going to continue to go. And then you have other people around you, so you don't feel like, oh, I have to come up with everything by myself. Which is why I said I'm going to hire, not even hire. I'm going to bring on board some of my peers. It's like, yo, you want to get together and do something? Like I can use your insight on this. No, I like that too, because um, I find that a lot of people, especially when they start out in the industry, they want to network up, but I always tell people network horizontally, like mm-hmm. see who's right next to mm-hmm. you, who's doing their thing, who's passionate about something. And like I was saying earlier, like use their strengths and mm-hmm. like, you know, don't try to do absolutely everything, like bring your friends along with you. Exactly, so. exactly. But you still have to be mindful of, of those. So it's like, you know, the bigger brands, they don't reach out to, a bigger brand hasn't reached out to me because I haven't made a big, a bigger, I haven't made noise yet, mm-hmm. enough noise yet. But it would be smart for them to, but it's all about who Why you, you know. Why you still Exactly, but it's all up. about who you know. So if, yeah. if the conversation has, I cross path with someone who may have that plug, then that's cool. But even now, like, of course I want to team up and collaborate with people, but you also have to make sure that it's aligned. So like, people hit me up like, yo, we should collab. And I'm just like, yo, I'm looking at your stuff and I'm hearing you, but you aren't even aligned with what I'm doing. I admire that though, because some people, they're just like, I'm gonna just try to get my name out any way I can. I'm gonna collab mm-hmm. with everybody, but you stick true to your message and only do things that are in line with yeah, your Exactly. It has, to, it has to make sense. Like, of course, I want to work with everybody, but you mm-hmm. can't tell me like, yeah, bro, I want to, because I'm thinking and I'm on your page and I don't see anything even related to fashion or anything even related to you having a message to where you're trying to empower and encourage other people. They're just trying to get a free hoodie. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yo, exactly. Somebody just hit me like, yo, we should definitely collab. Oh, and it was like, instead of buying something, we should... <laughs> We should collab, and I was like, "That's that word I always say to look out for." Because we get so many messages from people trying yep. to collab, and I'm like, "Are you really trying to collab, or you just want right. to dress you over an event?" Like, I exactly. got that. This is like totally um topic, but I got um this message from some model, and it was like around the time the Maxim party or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, "Oh my god, like." I love your work. Like, can you please dress me in this? I want something sexy, but not too short. But mm. and she was like giving me all the details about what she wanted. I was yeah. like, okay, um, here's my rate. She mm. left me on red. That's how. They, <laughs> that's how they do. Yo, you wouldn't even match. Even when it comes to like some of these celebrities, I've had, I've had some of them DM me, and some of them, some of them are individuals who I reached out to years ago. Like, yo, I want to make something for you, and they mm-hmm. just curved me. Now that you're in my DMs, mm-hmm. like, yo, bro, I can definitely use that one piece I saw you wear. 
All right, bet. This is how much. This is how much it is. Oh yeah, I was thinking more like you let me rock it and I put it on the gram. Like, nope. oh my god, we passed that point, bro. And other people are like, yo, man, you should definitely do it. I'm like, no, nah, bro, you do it. You go do it then. I'm not doing it. I know my work now. Like, when it, when when it's aligned, then I'll do it. But I be leaving them on red now. I be leaving Never them on red. <laughs> for real, for real. All right. So, who would you say? I just thought of this question, like. You mentioned the celebrity sliding your DMs. Who's your dream client? Like you'll be like, oh my god, like here you go. You know what's crazy? Like uh, starting off, like I was like so into like just trying to just grab celebrities. So I made like mm -hmm. a list of influences. Derek had me write down a list of influences last year, like, people I wanted to work with. So of course I had like Rihanna on there and I had all these different celebrities. But now I just I'm just whoever they just have to come to me. Like if whoever came to me and it was like, yo, I can't believe, cause Tisha Campbell, or not Tisha, yeah, Tisha Campbell and uh, Tashina Arnold mm -hmm. wore something of mine. It was like, they aren't big now, but it's like, oh, that's- That's Gina. Right, I'm like, that's Pam, <laughs> like, bet. Like, cool, but- But like, in our community, that's exactly. a big deal. It's a big deal, but now I'm to the point where I'm just like, yo, whoever, whoever God, Puts in my path, whatever the universe sets mm -hmm. up, like I'm here for it as long as it makes sense. Like, You're open nothing, to receive it. I'm open to it because so many people I want to work with, like Nipsey, like Nipsey also, like seeing what he's doing. Like I've been trying to like do something with him, but it just hasn't. He follows me now, but it's like it just hasn't. And also has to be the up. right timing. Too. Yeah, and it has to be the right timing. So I don't know. Like I don't know. We'll we'll see. I'm excited to see who comes along. Like comes along. Like yo, I have a client. Sudden, sudden. So I'm like. Whoa. Who? Like what? And then another stylist hit me. She uh she's close with Michael B. Jordan. It was like, oh that's dope. I was like, I'm I'm not into gifting people, but maybe I can make something mm. and give it to them. But like I'm more of like, yo, Michael B. Jordan saw your stuff and loves it and wants to. But if it's guaranteed placement, though, like. Yeah, but it's still like I said, it's still if it's guaranteed placement. But it, like I said, it still has to make sense because mm -hmm. I'm more of like. I came over here because I have to see you, have to feel that mm -hmm. energy and that vibration. Like mm -hmm. that's the only way I'll be able to do things. If I don't feel that, like we can't get that. That's why I don't like talking on the phone. I don't like texting. Like you Facetime me so I can see you and we can see your emotions. Exactly. Like it's more of that. So like, even when it comes to like the big clients, like okay, bet Michael wants to wear something. Let's meet up. Like mm -hmm. can we meet up or something like that so I can feel his energy? Because if if it's not aligned with what I'm like. I don't care. Like I'm not gonna do it. I don't care if it's gonna I give me all this all this money or whatever. Like it has to be right. Like mm -hmm. if it's not right, like for Rihanna to wear if for Cardi B to wear something and throw a shoe at Nikki, I don't want that type of publicity. Like I don't want that. Wearing <laughs> Cardi B was seen escorted right. out wearing. I'm like Sarah. exactly. I don't want and it's, it's gonna take me up there, but I don't even want to I don't even want that to be the discussion. Like, <laughs> it has to it has to make sense and some things i know i won't have control over of yeah. course but at the same time i wanted to be like well this this means that so who, like i said whoever comes along like i'm here for it yeah i really respect that about you because um i gave you the option to record this remotely <laughs> but you came all the way to the other side because you know in la it's like yeah, yeah. i don't even see some friends because they live across <laughs> the freeway <laughs> but you came all the way here yeah just to vibe with me, so um, what would you say has been the biggest moment so far for you? 
I still, and this wasn't even like a moment, but I, I feel like I owe, Woody and I were supposed to collab on something, mm -hmm. but it just, I don't think it was, it wasn't the time. Something wasn't, something wasn't right. But I feel like I owe Woody so much though. Not that I owe him like, oh, I gotta give you a bunch of stuff for free. But just because like, it was just so genuine and organic. Like, bro, I wanna rock something. And from that moment, from the time that he wore that, everything's taken off since then. Like, and that was just Woody. I've, I've had a lot of people wear stuff now, like a lot of people, but it's just like, that moment was like the defining moment. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, this is, this is really real. Like, I got featured in a Cosmopolitan, like, Mexico and I was like, oh, that's dope. What Woody did was doper. I had like the, uh, I always mispronounce his name, but he was, he played Kid Flash and he accepted an award at MTV Movie Awards in one of my pieces. And I was like, oh, that's dope. That's I'm like, that's dope. But the situation with Woody was bad. <laughs> it was just like, that was like the defining moment for me. There's been so much, and it's, it's not even a lot. I feel like I haven't even accomplished anything yet. And I was like, that moment was just like, it meant so much to me that someone thought like, yo. I want to put this guy. Like, somebody on like right here on my level. Yeah. like, And he's not, he's obviously more popular than me, but still just like someone like, yo, bro, like, of course I'm going to show love. Bro, like, we both from the side. Bro. And you got to hold on to those genuine people. Exactly, too. exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that was definitely the defining moment. So what advice would you give to someone who wants to start their line? Like, like we mentioned, not everybody can, you know, handle being an entrepreneur, essentially. Mm -hmm. So what advice would you give to someone who's, like, scared to make that leap? Because sometimes starting is the hardest step for some people. No, it, starting is always the hardest step for everything. But first of all, you need to make sure it's what you want to do or not something that you see is working for someone else mm. like oh there's so many people starting brands now because they, they feel like it's, it's easy then they see everyone starting brand that's why it's saturated it's like well you don't even you don't even really want to do that like so many people ask me like people that i know people that i'm like cool with are like yeah bro so what else you do i know you've been making the clothes i've been seeing you've been moving bro what else how you be making money though so i make money selling my clothes Oh, you really make money off of that? We're talking about the same people who have who have blinds and have brands. Really? At, I'm like, don't you have a don't you have a sweatsuit line? Yeah, but I ain't, you know, I ain't making no money. That's because you ain't you really don't want to do it. You really want to invest into it. Like you have to make sure like it's, it's something that you're willing to invest into. Like, okay, designing is what I want to do. And then what form of design do you just want to sketch? Or do you want to just be the one making patterns or there's so many different steps into creating. So or do you just want to make hats or just beanies? And then what color, what type of style of hat? And like you have to, you have to consider all those type of things. Like it's deep. Like yeah. So on the line isn't just like, oh, I'm gonna go buy some of this. And then, and then like, like I told you, like the journey, like you have to, you have to know like you're really ready to take this mm -hmm. on. Cause this, it's a lot that goes into it. I always say you gotta have a why because this industry will break you mm -hmm. down. <laughs> and exactly. You gotta have a reason stronger than I like clothes, I like fashion. Mm -hmm. And that's what I tell a lot of my um, people that ask me for advice starting to become a stylist. Mm -hmm. I always say it's beyond just, I wanna see myself on the red carpet. Like mm -hmm. you gotta have a real deep reason for that. So yep, you have to have a real deep reason. And then it has, it, 
has to be beyond just fashion. Like, mm -hmm. I wanted to touch the world. I want, I'm going to touch the world. Mm -hmm. And it was like, yo, how am I going to do that? Like, I thought me focusing on track was going to do that, but track costs mad money. I was like, I need to make Does something. It? I never played sports, so I don't know. <laughs> to train? Like, you have to pay a trainer. Like, so, uh, okay, like, I, I thought you just start running. Like, I... No, man, it's like, I mean, the, the better you get and the more popular you are, then this stuff will be taken care yeah. of for you. But I had no idea. It's taken care of for you, but they still pay someone mm -hmm. to train you and all that type of stuff. But everything costs money, so it's like, yeah. okay, bet. Like, I wanted to touch the world, and fashion was the outlet for me to touch the world and for me to, and that's going to open up doors for me to do other things, for me to continue to run track and for me to continue to do whatever the case may be. It's going to open up those doors for that. So, but it was like, this is what I had to focus on. This is my great grandmother. So then I had to, I learned to sew in the fourth grade. So it was already aligned. Yeah. Like, so it was like, it was, in being, the car. it was in the car. So it was like realizing that like, oh damn, this is, this is the way I'm supposed to be going. So if it's not the same for you, then like don't even don't even start it because you want to quit. Yeah, you're gonna quit, man, because you want to invest into it. Like I'm invested. Into you this. are invested. I cannot walk away <laughs> from <laughs> even it. if you try. Even if I try, <laughs> I can't walk away from it. So yeah, my advice to people is like, if starting a line is really and truly what you want to do, hey, just do it. Like, regardless of what people tell you, like I tell you, like the teachers told us, like oh, it costs fifty to a hundred grand to start a line. I'm like, bro, no, it doesn't, bro. It takes you wanted to do something, you just do it. Mm -hmm. You just gotta take action. Gotta take action. So many people I know, like they have these dreams and stuff that they want to do, and I'm like, just do it. Just do like it. you just gotta start. But you have to focus. You have to focus on that one thing. I think mm -hmm. within in our community, like to make it out, we feel like we have to do so much, and that's how I still had that mentality. Like I was like, no, I I can do whatever. I can film. I can design. I can. I can do this, I can do that. Like, don't limit me. And it's not about being limited, but it's like, yo, you have to focus in on this particular thing, on this one particular thing, because that one particular thing is so broad within mm -hmm. itself. So you have to focus in on that. And it'll just trust in that. And it'll get you, it'll get you to where you want to be at. But you have to focus in on that. So I don't know, people are just too distracted. You can't have any other distractions. So I personally, I always tell people um, that they should do internships. Um, did you ever do anything or did you just straight out of the gate like start doing your own? I think I've done one internship mm -hmm. and that was 2017. I got a chance to work on America's Next Top Model oh. as like a stylist slash what? Okay, we gotta talk about this because I love Top Model. I love me some Tyra. Hey Tyra. <laughs> right. And that that itself that itself was it was it was a it was nothing but God universe. Wow. I, I, I found it on Craigslist. <laughs> no, you did. I did. It didn't even it didn't even, it didn't even say America's top next model. top model. Of course, of course. I had been on Craigslist in years, in years. And I, when I used to get on there, I'd be like, oh, let me look up production system. Let me look up this and look up that. Some Something was like a voice said, "Yo, hop on Craigslist, type in fashion." Hop on Craigslist, I typed in fashion. It was like, "Oh, looking for interns to do." I'm like, "Bro, I need money." Something was like, "Bro, send them the email." I sent them the email. The next day, somebody was like, "Can I give you a call?" I was like, "Yes, call." Like, "Hey, can you come in 
to meet with us. I'm like, I bet. What is it for? We can't tell you until you get here. I'm like, man, went to Hollywood. It was like a sketch part. And I was like, this is sketchy. <laughs> Walked in. I saw clothes everywhere. I saw pictures of women and girls on the wall. I was like, hmm. Mm. So then this little, small, little Spanish chick came out and was like, hey, how you doing? I'm Georgia. I'm Georgia. Um, you'll be working with Kevin and I. Kevin's going to be the list. The lead stylist for America's Next Top Model. I said, "Wait, this this for America's Next Top Model?" It's like, "Yeah," and I was like, for real, "Like for <laughs> real, for real? like for real, for real." Like, "Oh snap!" So you know, I'm like, I'm on set on time every day. Right, I'm wearing right. like you, you're supposed to wear all black, but I'm like wearing some of like my dope all black designs, like my design. So I'm like, I can screenshot. When the camera come around, I'm like, oh look, look, look. That's my that's my stuff right there. So that was the only that was the only quote unquote internship mm -hmm. that I had done. Like internships are cool, but I feel like you should definitely be getting getting your coins unless it's like one of those opportunities where it's like, oh no, this is definitely worth it because I'm gonna build those relationships from this. Yeah. Like, so if you if you're in one well, you of those situations, exactly, of not someone telling you like, yeah. So basically, this is an internship, and you're going to be doing this, and they want you to go run and get coffee, and they aren't really teaching you the business because they're still learning the business. Like, yeah, it's too many people that um fall into that trap, especially in this industry where people they just want you to run their errands, mm -hmm. or you're not really learning anything. But one of the best pieces of advice I got was um to ask questions because mm -hmm. that's the only way you're going to learn. Yeah. So yeah, you gotta ask questions. Definitely yeah. ask questions. And if they don't have an answer, you go so find you gotta it. You go find it. Get out. You go find it, man. But yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, internships. If if it's something you feel moved to do, then do it. I had two people hit me up about intern. Wow, like, okay, like, big time. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you want to do what? But it was it's, it's dope. Up? It's dope because my homie, she has the opportunity. She has um, whatever paperwork she has for her business mm -hmm. that she can bring my intern and it'll be credible for college and i told him like i told him i was like yo yeah i don't really know what you would do i don't have anything for you to do i was like i have a tour that i want to work on if that happens then you can definitely get on board with that but you wouldn't be an intern i'll just be like you a new homie you like <laughs> i'm not gonna treat you like i have authority over you i'm never gonna treat anyone like hey i need you to go run and do that like that's just not me but being an intern is what you want to do then hey man it's like working for people. I, I couldn't be an intern because it feels too much like me working for somebody. And Have I, you ever had like a like a job job? I have maybe. I mean, I haven't really either, so I'm not judging. Two, but. <laughs> I, worked at, I worked at a warehouse like in high school uh -huh. at a distribution center. You're and like, nah. I was like, nah, but I learned some stuff in there. Then I tried to do like the door-to-door -door selling energy thing. I did that for like two days. Learned what I need to learn from that, just about um, just being demanding and not taking not no taking for an answer. Mm -hmm. Like two days working for them, and then I worked at like a recycle place in two, like 2015. I only worked there because the guy Jose who worked there, um, I used to always bring my cans and bottles to him, and like he would just be getting flooded with work. So I was like, "Yo, I want to help you. Like I'm gonna go apply so I can come up here and help you." And that's why I worked at the recycle spot. <laughs> and what I love that you said is that you learn. Like, even when you were at that job, door to door job for mm -hmm. two days, you still learn something. Like, exactly. that's the thing. Always take a bit of information from everything. You can learn from any situation. You can learn from any situation. You can mm -hmm. learn from any situation. But yeah, I just can't. And I think I worked, I worked at one spot. I was going to work there. And somebody said something smart. Oh, Sweetie Pies. I worked there. The one over here? 
No, the one when they first came here. Oh. I was in NoHo. Oh. And I only worked there because the spot I had been saying for years, I was like, yo, this would be a crazy barbecue spot. I said that for like three years, and then one day, they pulled up, and I met Danielle. She was like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a barbecue spot. We got a show called Sweetie Five. And I was like, bet. I'm going to work there. And she's like, yeah, we're going to have cameras and stuff. I was like, bet. I'm going to work here for sure. And then stuff started falling out, and they brought some guy from St. Louis, and he got smart with me. And I was like, oh. Took off my, my apron. I was like, uh, I'm out. They're like, where you going? I was like, not, not, nah. Oh, my God. Like, nah, I can't handle nobody trying to talk to me no type of way. That's why the industry, the fashion industry is crazy, because mm-hmm. I'm not following rules. Like, that's why I love Alexander McQueen so much. That's, like, my favorite okay. all time. Like, I just got a chance to watch the documentary, but I'm like, that, um, the, the McQueen. And it's like, because he did whatever he wanted to do. Like, he did what touched his heart. Like, he was inspired by so many different things. He was inspired by, like, not, this is not something I would say being inspired by, but it's just like, uh, women being abused and you know raped like he created a line that whole collection that whole collection Mm -hmm. for that and it was like yo that's that's what i'm on they don't get it that's what you gotta show them like and that's why i love him so much but he didn't he was like he wasn't really a part of the industry until he started like allowing it to take a toll on him and like oh i have to be dressed like this certain type of way like me i'm aware i watched that too i remember when um he was working for i believe was it before he worked for Gucci, when he was with uh, Givenchy. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And then like, he started to have a, mm-hmm. he lost weight. Mm-hmm. And like he started having to like basically conform to this image of what a designer is supposed to mm-hmm. look like. Right, so. exactly. So it's just like not conforming by anything. Like, us, mm-hmm. Even us as black folks, like when the bill collector call the phones, like keeping that same energy, bro. Like, no, I ain't got it. Versus, oh, hi. Like, um, so I'm thinking... No, don't switch your voice up. Just stay you. <laughs> that interview voice? <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Like, I, I heard myself doing that one day, and I was like, nah, never again. Like, That's why I was telling you, like, I was like, I have to I have to feel relaxed when we do this podcast, because yeah. I'm like, if I feel like I'm faking it. Oh, I'm so over people are like, whoa, I'm Yeah, exactly. Like, like, That's why I like the fact, like, yo, let's. Bet. We sit on the couch, even better. I don't have to sit in this chair. And be, I can just be me. And it's going to be the same way when the industry hits and they want to interview me. I'm, right. I'm probably going to be dressed like this. Like, bro. Shoes off and everything. Shoes off and everything. That's why people love Cardi B so much. Because Cardi is Cardi. Yeah. Regardless. I'm like, yo, I'm on CNN. I'm still wearing this hoodie. It says Trayvon. Like, mm-hmm. I'm still me. You want me to go where? To a courthouse to do what? I'm about to get my Michael Jackson on and wear these pajama pants. Ah! Like, I'm going to be me, bro. You're not about to stop me from being me, bro. Like, you're not about to stop me from being me. This is who I am. Like, this is who I am. Uh, love me some Angela. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got out of all of that. Mm-hmm. Man, what pajama pants. He was like, bro, I'm like. Right? You can do anything. <laughs> do what I want to do. Yeah. So, um, not to toot my own horn or anything, but I have a pretty good sense about, you know, when people are going to, be really successful and you definitely have that drive in you and oh, that vision and everything so I look forward to seeing where you go because I know it's gonna sh- like blow up make sure you remember us little people what you mean <laughs> you gonna, gonna be right there I'm gonna be like B what's up what's up it's gonna be like a platform to where we got millions of people listening in and we at this this spot and you and I are sitting on the couch talking to it's gonna be like 
Oprah status, bro. You're gonna be like, yeah. you're gonna be out there. It's gonna be like, yo, this is crazy. We was just sitting doing the on the couch. On the couch. We we here now with our shoes off in front of all these people. Like, you're gonna be right there too. Appreciate that. So, is there aside from the tour, what else can we look for in 2019? Who's been paid, man? Just manifesting, just raising the vibration of the entire universe, just touching everybody we cross paths with. Just, I know, I know exactly how I've manif- I've foreseen how the year's going to play out because it's the same way I did last year, and. This is going to continue to get better and better, like, and I'm excited to see what what happens, man. Like, I'd be just as much surprised as everyone else. Like, when I get the news and I share, like, bro, Beyonce finally hit the line, bro. I can't wait to see it happen. It's like Beyonce happen. finally hit the line. If you recall what happened last year, like, it'll be like, bro, Damn. like, this is crazy. <laughs> I've seen the journey. Like, I'd be just as surprised. So. I don't really know what besides the tour, like, mm-hmm. and even the tour is still a surprise. Like I said, like some people just hit me about coming to Atlanta. They was like, "If you talking like HBCUs and everything, like, I, exactly." And I'm, I want, I really want to hit these HBCUs mm-hmm. so bad, like, and it's so difficult, like, getting in touch with them, yo. Because, like I said, I'm still not on that platform yet, and they're still in that mentality of like, "Oh, followers, you, you have this many followers, or you this type of influence, or who you have, you know." along with you who it's unfortunate because i don't think people realize that people be buying followers right so. people definitely be buying followers and then followers you can have a bunch of followers who don't even like you yeah i always look at the engagement like i think it was mm-hmm. yesterday i came across this page it had like a hundred thousand and the likes were like a hundred or less mm-hmm. like 70 per photo yeah. like, that makes no sense like that you should be no getting sense. at least a thousand right but that's what i'm saying like all of that stuff mm-hmm really doesn't mean anything like likes like sometimes i have to catch myself because i'm like bro i posted that video and only like six people liked it but it's like bro you put that out there because it was supposed to be put out there it's gonna come back mm-hmm. to you like don't even don't even sweat that that's small stuff we're talking about we're talking yeah. about likes right now you gotta focus on what actually matters exactly like you focus on the wrong things and then it's like showing other people that so showing the bigger names that and they're like oh no they don't have or they don't have this or have that it's like having that relationship towards like Yo, I'm vouching for this person. Mm-hmm. You're gonna want to work. You're gonna want to work with this person. Like the two of you coming together is gonna be fundamental. Like we'll be able to do something. That's why I want to get other people on board with the tour. Like I want to have. I really want to document this whole thing. I want to make it like a, a series, like a document series. Like and I know there's people out there somewhere who will be able to to make that happen. And then it's just about finding like like okay, this is how you can benefit from it as well. Yeah. Now that's a real collaboration, not just exactly. a one-sided exactly. win. Exactly. Like you can benefit from this because we hit these HBCUs, and it's I mean, a part of a movement. It's too. a part of a movement. And who's mm-hmm. doing a name? A, name a movement taking place right now. Mm-hmm. Name like a Freedom Riders movement taking place right now, where you hear you like, oh, in lo- in other news, a team of such and such are hitting. You're not hearing nothing about that. So for us to hop on that wave now, 2020 get here, we're gonna be like. I'm already in 2020. I love it. Already just like seeing the vision. Yeah. Yep. Visualizing it. Exactly. Just waiting. Just waiting on y'all. Just okay. Everybody else to get on. Not even waiting. Not even waiting on them. It's going to happen. Everything's going to happen. It will happen for time. you. Well, um, any last words before we say our goodbyes? Yeah, thank you for calling me over. 
you thank you for me. coming here. He, he, he was like, I was like, she want me to do what? Me? Of course why? you. Like, why? Why me? I don't, I'm not anybody special. You are, though. <laughs> thank you. I received it. I received yes. it. Well, thank you so much for sharing your journey with me and us today. And I'm so excited for you and what you had ahead, um, what you have ahead of you. And let us know where we can find you and keep up. Hey. And I'm going to put it in the oh, description, yeah. too. Instagram, mm -hmm. definitely. If Instagram shuts down tomorrow, uh, maybe Twitter, Facebook. Definitely leave my Facebook soon. But, yeah. <laughs> All right, so basically, you got to catch up. Anyway. I won't, I won't have a, yeah, I'm not going to have a phone soon. I'm just going to get rid of my phone. Like You have to know the person next to me. It's going to be like that. <laughs> like, you have to find me, write me a letter or something. If you can find the address, like, we'll have some outdoor houses around the city, though, around the country. So definitely have that. But yeah, just, just keep in touch. Just find me while you can. I'm like Waldo out here. I'm in San Diego out here. You got to catch me. All right. Well, make sure you guys tune into our next episode. And thank you again so much for coming on. Thank you. All right. Catch you next time.